this. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. Sometimes you get the saying, and it's mostly true, of it's never as bad or as good as you remember. And this was about as bad as I remember when I turned it back on. Honestly, that offense looks helpless. Um, there, at least the passing offense, just there's more pressure than I remember. Like I, I remember them there being some pressure situations, but the offensive line was worse than I remembered when I went back and watched. I thought, oh well. And it's not Joe Burrow avoiding rushes. It's him getting the ball out and getting crushed because he can't currently avoid the rush. Uh, it feels like for the first time we are at a point of we are four weeks in. Joe Burrow's calf is probably currently worse than it was two weeks ago because he re-aggravated it. Where do you go? Because I think the offense as constructed is built for a quarterback that is going to play at an extremely high level. So how do you manage a functioning offense when the quarterback is currently one of the worst in the league in terms of accuracy, in terms of efficiency, et cetera? They, it, I don't think it's as simple as Zach Taylor's got to draw up some brand new schemes to get wide receivers wide open because part of the issue is the quarterback can't hit it right now. They don't have guys that really gain 10 yards of separation. Like, I think that's another part of this is that they like ball winners. They like guys that can go up and win it that way. They like guys that can run after the catch. Chase and Boyd and Higgins all, I think, are underrated at getting leverage and winning their routes that way. They're not bad route runners. They're good route runners. But they're not guys that make a corner fall over type of situation. I guess Chase did it to Christian Fulton once in that game. But uh, typically, they're guys that are – winning in different ways than Tyreek Hill just moves different. When you're looking at him with 10 years of separation, it's because A, they respect his speed too much. And then B, it's because he moves like an RC car. I've never seen somebody be able to run at like 23 miles per hour, come to a complete stop in two steps and be in another break at 18 miles per hour within two more steps. It's, it's insane. Nobody moves like that in the NFL besides him. It's not just the speed. It's being able to get in and out of his breaks and stop and start. Like, like I said, RC car. That's what he reminds me of whenever I watch him on film. It's just like an RC car because they can just zoom, break, turn, and just kind of ugh, crazy movement ability. So where do they go? Where do they go from here? You know, that's, that's, I guess, where I think they're at an impasse of what they want to be, what they practice all offseason to be, what they implemented over the offseason to be with training camp, everything else. They've wanted to be this team that is strictly shotgun and the quarterback is going to lead them to victory. And it is basically in my mind, a modern version of like the 2013 Broncos. And I don't think Joe Burrow is as good as Peyton Manning, despite how good I think Joe Burrow is. (laughs) Um, That's just, you know, one of the, probably the second greatest quarterback I've ever seen with my eyes. So (laughs) the second, maybe third, I don't know. Um, that's it's a high bar. That's not taking anything away from Burrow. I think Burrow is still top three quarterback in the league, somewhere in that range. Um, I'm not going to get in. I'm not ranking quarterbacks. Not right now. No, and never. I, personal philosophy. I, I still think anything good comes of that. No. Um, but you know he's really good. I think he's awesome. 
So that's why they're able to run this offense. But now he can't do it. So it's what I keep thinking of it as is kind of like the 2015 Broncos offense where they got so ready for an offense that was going to be Peyton Manning is going to do what he does, just like he did the past couple of years, three years or so. I think he started there in 2012. Yeah, because that's Andrew Luck's rookie year. So he got there in 2012, 2013, 2014. He was awesome all those years. 2015, he shot. Whatever reason, planner, his foot, I don't know, maybe the neck, the back, all of the above. He was Everything was just shot, and they had to adapt on the fly. Big difference, and this is why I keep only mentioning the offense, is that was one of the greatest defenses we've ever seen. They went on to win a Super Bowl on the back of that defense. But that's kind of what it feels like. There's more hope that next year it'll be better because you'd be like, well, the quarterback can get healthy from this. Peyton Manning wasn't getting healthy from that. You know, like that, that was it. That was the cliff, and he hung on. Um, but where you are for the current season just feels a lot like that. And there's hope that he can get better this season. But yeah. what do you do in the meantime? That's my biggest question because I feel like we we talk about it every single week. And honestly, even in the Monday Night Football game, the offense, of course, Jamar Chase looked good. But other than that, still didn't give me a lot of confidence in what the offense looked like. They did enough to manage drives to keep the defense on the sideline for a little bit. Um, but overall, the offense is is really bad right now. Bad. Do you know how and many first downs that the Bengals picked up in the second quarter? Zero. Oh no, it's better than that. Two. I mean, at they this picked point, up two I'm... first downs. That's yeah, optimistic. That's the the <laughs> Titans scored three touchdowns in that quarter. The Bengals picked up two first downs. So I want to stay with the offense right now because they're. There is still criticism on the defensive side. Obviously, when you have 12 missed tackles and they normally have around four to maybe max five in a game, um, that is going to be really a bad day for your defense, too. But with the offense right now, we talked about it on last week's podcast, and I feel like we have since the beginning when it comes to managing Joe Burrow is running the football. And I truly feel like, and this is nothing against Joe Mixon because he's their best offensive player right now. And I think that's very easy to say just with the way he's performing. I feel like they wish they would have invested a little more into that RB2 position because it's pretty easy to figure out. I think if you're the defense, you're daring the Cincinnati Bengals to run the football and right. they are. They, they can't even – they can't convert. So then they're off the field. Then they're playing from behind. Then they have to throw the ball because they're playing from behind and they can't run the ball anymore. What do you do for the Cincinnati Bengals? And for once – not for once I agree with you because I think you made some amazing points on social media today. But the biggest point that you've made – and I, no, that sounds so silly. I, I want to take kind of that criticism back because that sounded negative. It is a positive. It is a positive one about the safety about you. You're awesome. You're the best film guy just to follow on Bengal social media. You said something to me a couple of weeks ago on the pod, and I said, get the ball, you go out there, you you get aggressive, you score a touchdown. And you you brought up the point, like, that's a bad idea if you win the toss to receive the ball. And now I understand yeah. it right now in this state of the Cincinnati Bengals. I, I just don't think that they're aggressive enough to win that toss and go down and score because then you're playing from behind mostly in the second half and you don't get the ball back and the teams can manage the rest of the game. It was the biggest example of why I hate that too, because the Titans got the ball, went down the field, scored with no time left. They scored a touchdown and then they got the ball after halftime and scored again. And it's like, that's a 10 point swing. Whereas mm -hmm. 
say they still get that ball and they score that final touchdown and you're down 21 to three and that sucks, but 24 to three is worse. <laughs> and there was a possibility that could have gone 28 to three. And that is, well, I guess the Patriots came back from that in a Super Bowl once, but otherwise <laughs> it's typically a death sentence. I just, it's not the reason they're losing or anything like that. It's no. just one of the many things that kind of frustrate me in terms of there's the narrative focus of it and let's play with a lead thing, which I understand, but currently they're not going to play with a lead when they do this because at best they're going to get a field goal and that doesn't feel like much of a lead. They have three touchdowns on the year. So basically what they're doing is getting the ball first and then either, well, I think that field goal might have been their first uh first points on the first drive so far this year, but um, or did they maybe did that in the Rams game. I can't remember exactly, but either way, they get the ball first. They end up not scoring a touchdown and then they give up a long drive on the other end and give up at least the same amount of points going back. That's how it feels to me. Um, and then you're in that same situation, but you're not playing from a lead. And even if you are, even if you score a touchdown that first drive, it still doesn't feel like a lead. Like you're like the quote unquote playing with a lead. Like that to me is in the second half. That's when it's like the, the opposing offense is, you know, okay, we can't run the ball anymore because the time's an issue. If you took a seven, nothing lead on the Titans, they would just run their offense. You know, <laughs> like if Trey Anderson and those guys aren't going to pin their ears back because five minutes into the game, they're up seven, nothing. No. Titans probably just go down score and then you're tied. And then can the Bengals score again? I don't know. But yeah, right now the offense is so bad that it's even worse. It's just like, yeah. at least before they would go down, score a touchdown and maybe the idea of starting hot and whatever that actually applies to them. But really they're like the, they're not the only ones to ever do it. But they're like the only team that can, that consistently asks to receive the ball rather than to defer and kick in the first half and get the ball in the second half. It's not much. It's probably like a. if you looked at all the teams that ever choose to kick versus receive, they're probably like a, something under 5% difference in win percentage. But it's something small, and I think it does factor in where it feels like this team needs all the advantage they can get right now. So if you win the toss, it's statistically better to defer until the second half because of that middle time. If they could be the Titans there, Say they were the ones down 14-0 or 14-3 or whatever. And they get the ball right before halftime and they drove down for a touchdown and it's 14-10, 14-7. And then they get the ball right after half. You're feeling so good. You're feeling like, okay, awesome. Like this is, you know, like we're back in this. Yeah. Meanwhile, if you if you're on the opposite end, it feels like, oh my God, this defense has to get a stop for us to even get back in this game. 